The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's the top story? Our top story is Alan's back. What? If just for a brief <laughs> moment in time. Yeah. Um, as I reported last week, Alan, you were away being Harold to Galactus. How'd that go? <laughs> it's, it's cold and quiet in space. Oh, you missed us. I did. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to the important stuff. The news. We're going to start with the uh, box office, the weekend box office report. Boop, 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 boop. Quick hit. <laughs> As no surprise to anybody, Fast and Furious present Hobbs and Shaw came in first for the weekend again, making $25 million over the weekend for a total global box office of $338.6 million. Wow. Uh, yeah, what's, I think it's two weekends now it's been out. Not so bad. Second place, a little bit of surprise, was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which made $21 million. Not yet released worldwide, just in the U.S. And third place is The Lion King, which made... Just over the weekend, another twenty point two million, bringing its total up to one point three billion, making it Disney's all-time highest-grossing animated film, just beating out Frozen. Really? And it took Frozen longer to get there, I think. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, te- wait, are you done with a with a list of movies? You're telling me Dora the Explorer didn't make the the top ten? I didn't. No, I only get the top three every week. Do you want to know where Dora is at? I, I do. <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> no, I, I only bring it up. My, my daughter watched it over the weekend, and she thought mm-hmm. it was just going to be like a throwaway movie. You know, her and her friend went, and, you know, it was just something for the kids to do. And she comes back, and she says, Papa, you got to watch this movie. I said, wait, you got to be kidding me. She says, no, the, the first half is like Jumanji. The second half is like Indiana Jones. I'm like, what, really? And I said, well, maybe I need to watch it. She said, oh, no, no, yeah, and I'll, I'll go with you. Oh, like, yeah, that's well, yeah, you, you have to bring your daughter with you. Yeah, <laughs> don't be don't be that creep guy. That's why I'm gonna wait to see it. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, actually, Dora came in fourth place. It only made seventeen point four million. Wow! And you know, I read the reviews, Rotten Tomatoes, and viewer score. They were both in the high eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's getting very good reviews. Interesting. I just I don't know, Dora. It's a weird thing because I don't know. Like, is it a kids movie or is it like? It's like adults can see and have fun. It's like winking at the kids. I don't want it to be a situation like your Knights at a Round Table thing that you went to see earlier this year. No, I, I got you. No, no, no yeah. yeah, I get that was def- that was definitely a kids movie. And you know, my daughter's expectations again. This could have been an easily a kids movie, but uh, she thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, I'm gonna go. And they're all high. Yeah, and Dora and what's his name? Her, her co- uh, Diego. Her cousin Diego. Diego. Yeah, they're like. They're like teenagers in this, and I guess kids are used to Dora because she really does play to a younger crowd. Mm. I mean, that could be the reason why I came in fourth, because even me, I'm thinking this must be like a a truly a a kid's movie. And uh, it's not the case. My daughter's in her teens, so. Well, you got to look at it this way. It went up against The Lion King. It got beat by The Lion King, which Mm. has been out for four weeks already. So parents were like, hmm, Lion King or Dora? They they went to The Lion King. My my daughter liked Lion King. She she gave it a high grade, and she thought Dora was better. Yeah, I didn't see The Lion King yet. Um, I I got no interest. Uh, Since, why don't we just finish the top ten? Number five was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, making $11.6 million. 
for the weekend, bring its total up to 100.3 million, which is pretty good for Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, number six, The Art of Racing the Ring, which I think is about a dog. Oh. And then number seven is The Kitchen, 5.5 million disappointing opening for them. Uh, eight is Spider-Man Far From Home, brings another 5.2 million, bring its worldwide total to 300. 70 million. No, I can't remember. Oh, it's US total, sorry. Because I know I know Spider Man broke a billion. So it's total US is 370.9 million. And number nine is Toy Story 4, four and a half million over the weekend. Uh, US total up to 419.7 million. And number 10, never heard of this movie, Bring the Soul, the movie. Oh, not the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not the flamethrower. The kids love that. Uh, 2.3, 4.5 total. How many of the top yeah. 10 are Disney movies? Lion King. Uh-huh. Spidey. And Spidey. No, Spidey's considered Sony. Oh, really? And Toy Story. Spidey and Toy Story. Spidey not like, considered look. Marvel money? I, oh, I think it's some of it. But. Huh. Okay. So I just clicked on yearly. Let's count how many of the top 10 are, are uh, oh, top for yearly for are year? Disney. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So one, Avengers Endgame. Two, Lion King. Three, Captain Marvel. Four, Toy Story. God damn. Five, says Sony, but it's Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Six, Aladdin. <laughs> and that's it. So they have five or technically six in the right. top ten. Yeah. And Lion King's going to be up there, the first, too. And they're the first six. The Lion King's there. Lion King's number oh, two. Oh, is it? Already, yeah. What the F, Disney? Why are they increasing these park prices? You know why? And don't forget, they, still, they, yeah, they can and they love money. <laughs> uh, and they still have Star Wars in December, which will probably make the top ten. Good lord. It's unreal. It's a it's a it's a monster. Disney's a monster. It is. It is. Okay, so go, go along with that. I, I listed I always wondered, after every time we do this show, I'm like, oh I forgot to say that it's coming out this week, so I remember this time. Oh. So what you have opening this week is you have quite a few movies. You have Angry Birds 2, which for some reason, it was making headlines earlier in the week because it was getting some kind of crazy, really positive review scores. What? Yeah. Angry Birds 2, Blinded by the Light, which I saw in advanced screening. Really good, very heartwarming. Now, I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan, and it's full of Bruce Springsteen music, so I might be a little biased, but I, I thought it was just a sweet story about following your dreams. One out of ten, I give it. Separate from, like, the superhero movies, meaning if this seven wouldn't be, like, the same seven for a superhero movie, I would give it an eight. All right. But it wouldn't be like, don't compare that to like Endgame or something if I gave that a date. You know hey, man, the trailer looked good. And, and I remember texting yeah. you like, hey, man, it's going to be a Bruce movie out. It, it, looked, it looked good. I like the concept. And it's, I mean, they, they kind of, yeah, it was one of two things I was like, it kind of made me groan. It can be two schmaltzies at that point, <laughs> you know, where they kind of hit home the same theme or the same you know like you gotta believe in yourself like that kind of thing like we get right. it he's gotta believe in himself <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> good boys which is i don't know if you've seen the trials for good boys it's the three kids and they're going to their first party where there might be kissing oh. and it's like it's like a seth rogan movie like he's producing it and it's like their whole ad campaign is how the, the, the three kids can't go see the movie themselves because it's so raunchy oh okay but it's getting pretty decent buzz as a comedy and then a scary movie, I guess, called 47 Meters Down, Uncaged, which I think has to do with sharks. Wait, I, I thought they did a movie like that. Is this like a part two? Yeah, it's called 47 Meters Down, Colon, <laughs> What luck is that? Wow. All right. Wow. You're right. Angry Birds 2, Rotten Tomato score 72, audience score 84. 
Not bad. Yeah, it's, I read somewhere it's like the highest for a video game movie ever or something like that. Oh, okay. Check, here you go. Dora and the Lost City. 81% Rotten Tomatoes, 88% fan score. It's good. 88 is pretty, really good. Yeah, right? Is that crazy? It's, it's PG, right? Gee, I would, I would imagine, movies. yeah. I would imagine. I don't even know if they big G movies they were. Even the cartoons are, are PG nowadays, aren't they? Oh, I bet you Lion King was probably PG. I bet you. Yeah, well, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google what was the last G movie. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Last... Well, of course he made G movies, but... When was the last time you saw a movie that... Not, I mean, you even saw a movie advertised as G. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd, if I'd see that. But yeah, exactly. Lion King was PG. Crazy. Toy Story. Well, that's... That's a... Uh, oh, there you go. Toy Story G. Toy Story... Toy Story four. what? One? Four. Is it really, really G? Yeah, really G. Toy Story 3 shouldn't have been... Is that? When <laughs> they're all holding hands, waiting to get melted, I was like, "What?" <laughs> anyway, all right, we're, we're off the tangent there. All, all right, right. So that's your box office. That's what happened last weekend, and that's what's coming this weekend. All right, you going to see any of those, by the way? No, I'm yeah, you probably go store. <laughs> yeah, yeah all right. you're always a week behind. Come on, man. <laughs> Jumanji and Indiana Jones. That's that's a pretty interesting mix, and I'm not familiar with any of these actors, but I want I, I want to be uh, surprised. Right, well, let me know how it is. Maybe I'll, uh, there you go. What's worse, not go- going by yourself or sneaking in by yourself to a kids movie? Well, well, dude, oh, I'll tell you this: when I watched that Transformers movie back in the day, yeah, you know, it felt weird. <laughs> let me ask you this: what? Did you take your daughter to the to the King Arthur movie? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I want to know what you felt like going to that alone. <laughs> she did not like that movie at all. Did not. She's like angry at you. Like, She's like, come on. Oh, no, you, I, I think I told you this. She fell asleep, and when she woke up, she was upset because the movie was, was still so going. <laughs> She's like, I gotta adjust my nap time. I gotta sleep longer. <laughs> She's like, oh man, it's still going. <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Hey, Alan, we forgot to do this in the beginning, but you know what time it is? It's time to. Yeah. It's time to Okay, for our first quick hit. Did it, did it, did it. Yo, Joe! Yo, Joe! Hey, that was good. G.I. Joe is making a comeback, Jonathan, and this time they're going to go for solo movies. Uh, it never went away, thank you very much. <laughs> the Snake Not Eye my movies. Heart. The Snake Eye movie may be coming out, and they may have found its lead actor. Supposedly, we got here, uh, oh, what's this guy? Henry Golding uh, could be playing the role as the mysterious character as G.I. Joe. Henry Golding made his, I guess, big time break when he did that Crazy Rich Asians movie. I think it's. I did not see that. Yeah, neither did I. Uh, he's a, a Malaysian American actor and uh, interesting choice, I, I would think, you know, because, well, well what, what do you know about uh, Snake Eyes, right? He's supposed to be like. You know, oh, I know everything about Snake Eyes. Yeah, right? Snake Eyes was originally a uh, Caucasian right. gentleman who served in Vietnam with Storm Shadow and Stalker. And he gets hurt in Vietnam and he goes back to Japan with Storm Shadow uh, to learn uh, martial arts from his family. Um, and because he was hurt in Vietnam, that's why he can't talk and he's disfigured, which has caused him to wear the costume or at least the mask. Um 
Uh, yeah, so obviously they're changing, or maybe they'll keep the story the same and just keep them as a Malaysian actor. I don't. It's it. Look, I understand when they when they want to say, um, you know, you shouldn't whitewash movies, but now it's like they're even taking traditional actors, like traditional Caucasian roles, and making them different color. Like, I mean, there was a brouhaha for a little bit when they casted a white guy to be Iron Fist, mm. but you know, he's white in the comic books. I mean, the, the whole like it's part of his story. Right, 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 right. You know, yeah. But I don't care. I mean, if it's a good movie, if it's a good thing, I it's a good thing. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You know, the guy's a good-looking guy, I'll admit. But, you know, mm. I wonder if well, they're going to... Well, the funny thing is, you know, gets disfigured, so... Yeah, exactly. You know. Are they going to play this role where the guy's a good-looking guy, then, you know, three-quarters of the movies, his, his, his face is, like, burnt up? Yeah, he'll be like Tony Stark. He won't even be in the, <laughs> be in the costume. Yeah, that's it. Maybe he'll bring Ray Park back for the acrobatics. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, and yeah. shocking news, Jonathan, more G.I. Joe news still. Uh, the second movie that they're pursuing is uh, another G.I. Joe character. His name is Chuckles. You know who he is? I do know who Chuckles is. Yeah, you're probably like the only one. And, I mean, I don't He's, know who Chuckles yeah. but come on. You're going to give Chuckles a solo movie? Well, I, did you read the whole article? Well, I read some of the article. Is it? <laughs> well, they're going to branch out to other solo characters and stuff. It's not a solo movie. It's going to be an ensemble, but it will feature him. Yeah. So maybe it sounds more like Chuckles. Chuckles is their undercover. He was their undercover uh, agent, I guess. All right. And, um, you're, you're a G.I. Joe guy. Well, look, his figure. See, this is your problem with it. What? And I get it, too. It's I get it, too. I had the same reaction. I had the same reaction. All right. Because Chuckles' action figure was... He was a guy in a Hawaiian shirt, right? Like a very loud floral Hawaiian shirt, right? And he was their undercover agent, which doesn't make sense because if you're undercover, why are you dressing like that? Um, <laughs> it was the so, 80s, so. And plus, his name's ridiculous. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, this is Chuckles is almost uh, jumping the shark for GI Joe. They, there was quite a few guys um, that they premiered that jumped the shark, but in regards to the toy line, the comic books. Um, but if it's if it's an undercover mission and it's an ensemble, it might be good. Stop it! Listen, let me ask you a question. <laughs> come on, come on, come on! Let's let's be real here. Jonathan, you're in control of this GI Joe franchise. I want you to give me your top five GI Joe characters that you know a lot of people would love to see in the movie. Boom! Who are your top five? This five? Is, yeah. Snake Eyes. Yeah. Scarlet. Yep. Duke. Yep. Um, I put a stalker in there. Yep. And that's four. I need one more. Hmm. Oh, I'm See, I got so many favorites. It could be Roadblock. Oh, I thought I was going to say Clutch. Uh, I do love Clutch, but yeah. I mean, in terms, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying because I would love Ripcord to be in there. Airborne would have been good. Um, you got Snake Eyes, so you don't really quick kick. Um, oh, one more. I'm thinking, bro. <laughs> this Corona Operation Team. Right. What do I got there? I got I got the Ninja. I got the Special Intelligence. I got Duke, I got Stalker, the Green Beret. Is that what you're going for? You're trying to like you have like one from each, you know, special. No, 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 no. I'm trying to think. What, I'm trying to. Think, I'm, yeah, I guess I'll go Roadblock then, dude. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know that that lineup right there makes a lot of sense. What vehicles are in the movie? All of them. Yeah, I no, think the problem I'm having right now is the fact that I'm you right now, you, you get the jetpack, you get the, the vamp. Uh, you may even get the Wolverine, so we can throw Covergirl in there too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, that's a good. I, that's a good list right there. I'd use that. But uh, Chuckles. Oh, oh, here it is. What I was talking about. 
what I don't like what they're doing with these G.I. Joe movies is that it, the, the first, what, the first two that they did, they're using the G.I. Joe characters' names, but they're not using their real persona behind them. They all have the same right. look, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like when they're making a G.I. Joe movie, they're just using G.I. Joe code names. And other than that, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot. Was The Rock Roadblock? Yeah. Did they call him Roadblock? I don't know. Well, this is the thing they got to do with these movies. It's like the superhero movies. You got to you got to lean into it. You can't. I mean, technically, in the in the Marvel movies, they don't call each other by their superhero names, but kinda. I mean, Iron Man calls him Cap. Yeah, that's true. No, I agree with you. They but, should. Uh, they need but, to lean yeah, into this. They call them Widow or Hawkeye or. But lean into it. Put them in their costumes. Put them in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can tone down the colors, maybe, but right. They did G.I. Joe like they did X-Men in 2000. Put them all in black leather. Mm-hmm. Didn't really use their names. Yeah. They made them generic characters. They're, they're completely unmemorable, if you ask me. Yeah. And the funny thing is they they have the perfect reason why not to use their real names with each other. They're a covert operation force. They yeah. have to call each other by call signs. Okay. You know? Like right. like you know, like air, like uh, pilots do. You know? All right. All right. So who do we need to tweet for this, Paramount? Oh, I don't even know. Hasbro. It's one doubt Hasbro. All right. Or Disney. He can't miss. One of them. One of them has a license. Or Disney. That's a good point. All right. Agreed. Alan. What? Have you ever bought a subscription box? No. Well, if you watch our YouTube, Alan, you know I have. Uh, Loot Crate, which uh, in 20-something, 12, 13, 14 was named one of the fastest growing startups ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, declared bankruptcy. I've never, as you, if you've watched the YouTubes, I do the the Funko uh, subscription box unboxings, um, Marvel, DC, and um, Star Wars. I haven't done DC one in a while because their boxes have been crap. I don't get them. But anyway, so going back to Loot Crate, Loot Crate became quickly one of the largest subscription um, box uh companies out there and basically for people that don't know is you subscribe to the box you get a mystery box every month themed to something and there's tchotchkes and stuff inside the box usually one or two exclusives sometimes autographed items um now Loot Crate specifically much like a blue apron does for the food uh Loot Crate would specify you know was specifically for geeks and nerds and you know gamers and then they branch out into i mean Loot Crate got huge um they would do special boxes just for Marvel. Then they started doing horror boxes for if you're just a fan of horror. They did anime box, all this crazy stuff. Were they the first? And is that is that? I don't know if they were the first um, because my first box ever ever was that was called Nerd Block, okay. and it, it was all right. It was like a nice novelty because everybody likes. Look, there's a reason unboxing videos. I don't know if they're as big as they used to be, but are pretty huge online. Is because it's a mystery. You know, people love the mystery. The thing when you subscribe, because I did, like, I, I would get Loot Crate on and off. You know, you know if they threw me a coupon every, every couple of months, mm-hmm. I would get a Loot Crate. And the mystery is nice. And every once in a while, especially with Loot Crate, you get one or two items you really liked. But what happens is you wind up getting stuck with a lot of crap you don't like. And right. it's just like I have so much stupid stuff coming out of out of subscription box. Because even, you know, for example, I like the Funko boxes. But again, if you watch the unboxings, there's always at least one or two items that I'm like, yeah. You know, and it's like sitting around my house. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got about five of these stupid. The Funko went into the, the coffee mug business, and but they're all big and unwieldy, and I got like five of those things sitting around my house. 
um, oh that I don't use. So Loot Crate, I was never a, a usual subscriber because I just didn't. And sometimes they do knockoffs. Like instead of G.I. Joe, you get Action Hero Man or something like that, you know? Right. Just weird things like that and because they didn't want to pay for the license or anything like that. Or, you know, instead of like a C-3PO pin, it would say gold robot pin. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, but they were still going, I guess. Nerdblock went bankrupt a few years ago. And now Loot Crate is going bankrupt. They laid it off. Uh, apparently, they're $20 million in because, you know, they would bill your credit card before they sent you the crate. They're $20 million in what they owe. What? And, and right. In, in merchandise they still have to send out Good in debt. Lord. Wow. Uh, they laid off 60, 60 employees recently after like laying it off 50 uh, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. If you go online to people that um, there are whole YouTube channels where they make their like that millions of listeners, well, not listeners, but millions of viewers who or subscribers who their whole thing is just unboxing, un- unboxing a different box every day. And Loot Crate going out of business because you know Loot Crate, like I said, because they were they would specialize their stuff like there'd be regular Loot Crate, Horror Crate. You get three or four boxes out of Loot Crate alone every you know, every month. So I don't know what's going to happen to them because that's their that's pretty much their business. It seems like they're going to be taken taken over, but whoever takes over Loot Crate, I think, is going to have to assume responsibility of getting the other getting the stuff out that they promised. So. That's yeah, nice. it's it's a big mess, and I think and I saw this coming in the subscription box here because even when Funko had to scale back, because they were very popular, like it's it's hard for me to see how they make money because what they're doing is they're buying everything. Like if you know, let's say next week, next month they're giving away a Captain Marvel pint glass, mm. like they have to buy you know they have to buy it in bulk so they get a good discount, and then you know sometimes the box is only like twenty dollars a month, right. Plus, you have to pay shipping, and there's six items in the box. Mm-hmm. Everything. Hmm? Okay. Sayonara Loot Crate. Been nice knowing you. Yeah, and the uh, subscription box. I'm surprised you never got a subscription box. If there was an Indiana Jones thing, what would you get it? I would not get that nonsense. Come on. If it was a one-time thing. <laughs> what? A one-time thing? Yeah, like... Because no. there's... there's <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You know me. Yeah, that's why I said Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it intrigues me. I just don't, I, I feel uneasy about, and this is just me, I just feel uneasy about, about, you know, subscribing to something I don't know what's in the box. You know, like, is this box going to be, like, worth it? Like, everything in it is going to be worth my money, you know? No. But it is cool. You, you, you never make back what you what you. But it's fun. I mean, like, hey, I'm not going to lie, man. I was not into watching this unboxing videos until I saw you do it. I'm hooked. I'm like, when you got a box, oh, oh, cool. (laughs) I want to see what's in the box now. (laughs) And and I get excited for it. And when you get something, when I see your joy, it's awesome. And then when you're bummed, like, oh, crap. You know, it's like, oh, come (laughs) on, man. You know, but like, I'm hooked. Like, I I cannot, I don't know if you can watch one of those videos, start it and then stop halfway. You know, it's like you gotta watch the whole thing because you want to know what's in the box. It's a great gimmick. Right. It's, it's it's smart, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what this does for the industry and and how it's gonna affect YouTube with Loot Crate going down. Um, because but especially others. in the beginning. Yeah. Well, it, it just seems like a lot of the boxes are going. Like uh, the collector case, which is the one where I get the mystery pops, and I mean, something you know, hopefully get a chase every once in a while. Yeah. Um, they haven't done a. a, a, a a Funko Pop mystery case in, in quite a few months now. 
So I don't know what's going on with them. And I just checked their website because I just realized, I'm like, oh, I haven't gotten anything from them, uh, email from them. So I checked their website and they retooled it. And that's never a good sign. Well, you said what you didn't like is sometimes you get a lot of stuff in there that they're just, you know, it's garbage, right? You do. Do you think, like, if Luke Crate could save themselves, would it be just more quality stuff? I don't know because I because you get, it's a well, also the, the owner says they grew themselves too big and that might have been a problem too. Mm. I think I think because they saw the success and they just kept adding more things onto it. Right. And maybe maybe if he just took the time to get good at one or two things that people really enjoyed because right. they said at, at its peak it had two hundred thousand subscribers. Wow. A month, dude. Wow. <laughs> a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, those. Do you remember the care package I sent you a few months ago, and yeah. it had some Steam games in it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Loot Crate where I get a, a free Steam game every, and I don't play Steam. That's why I sent them to you. Yeah. Um, you know, just things like that. But you know, it would say ten dollar value, twenty dollar value. But is it really that, or is it they work something out with Steam? That's true too. That is very true. Because then after a while, you just start accumulating stuff that you just, you know, don't want to. Right. Like I said, that's something I don't, I never use. And then there'd always be a pin in there. Yeah. Um, And they started getting, the pin was just crap. But they started getting pretty smart with them because the packaging, like there was a package for, uh, like, again, they wouldn't have the license for G.I. Joe, but it would look like the pin would be on an action, like a G.I. Joe action figure card. Okay. Yeah, just stuff like that. And I, there was a Thundercat one I had too for a while. And I forget what that looked like. <laughs> but if you're not a pin collector, you know, it's, it's nice to have, but who cares? Right, right. And then you get a shirt, and the shirt wouldn't be officially licensed. So it would be, you know, it, like I remember I got one for Voltron, not Voltron, uh, yeah, or Power Rangers, one of them, but it wasn't like you couldn't use the word Power Rangers, and it was like, <laughs> oh, you know, like animal robot. <laughs> That's Nasher or something. Oh it gosh. really was. There was just some really, really bad. Jeez. Non, it sounds like um, they're just hitting thrift stores in Mexico or something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because they, they wouldn't pay for the licenses. Yeah. And okay. that's why these licensed ones are probably doing better. No, that's true. Makes sense. Look, man, the Funko shirts are, I've rarely been disappointed by a Funko shirt. Right. I still love my, my fat Thor shirt. I got yeah, a that's a cool one. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Jonathan, you're into Barbie dolls. I am not. All right. Well, anyway, Mattel's new Star Wars Barbies are coming out, and they're actually pretty interesting looking. It's not like taking Star Wars characters and throwing, like, Star Wars outfits on Barbie dolls. They're actually making them kind of fashionable. So they have a Princess Leia Barbie with, you know, the, the cinnamon bun hairstyle, but with, like, an elegant gown, and, like, her purse is, like, like the Rebel insignia and stuff. And they have a Darth Vader. They have an R2-D2 and everything. So it, it's neat. You know, Star Wars is spreading out and, and they're hitting different genres of toys and stuff. It, it They are cool. My worry right now is I, I think Star Wars is just getting, it's getting a little too oversaturated at this point. You know, right. everything Star Wars this. And it almost takes away that, what? what's the word, Jonathan? That excitement, that 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 longing for Star Wars you know like it's it's everything it's it's literally everything and i don't know if i think it's bad for them for for to have all these little itty bitty properties of star wars you know it's a cool doll yeah. don't get me wrong i mean darth vader it's, it's a nice looking outfit <laughs> i mean it's a fashionable it's like it's like real true fashion outfits on barbies and stuff but it's like god this is 
I mean, how many times can you jump the shark? Well, I'm shocked that it took this long uh, for Star Wars and Barbie to get together because they've been doing the superhero ones. In fact, when my nieces were first born, I would buy them the Batgirl, the Supergirl, Barbies, and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and it was funny because my my at the time, well, their mother would say to me, "Mother," their mother would say to me, "Oh, they shouldn't open these, right, John?" I'm like, I'm like, look, it's I don't open my toys, but if they want to open them, play them, I don't care, you know. She's, and I don't know whatever happens to them, to be honest with you, but. <laughs> I would buy them. Yeah, I would buy them the this, this, this superior ones. So, uh, you know, you're right. It looks good. And they're going to sell well because they're, they're collectible dolls. They're $100 each. It's not like the $10 barbers you buy when you, when you don't have a gift and you're running to a birthday party. Right. These are 100 bucks each to the collector. And there are mad Barbie collectors out there, man. And they've probably been dying for these dolls for a long time. So I'm sure it'll do well. And I'm sure we'll see another series. A little thing I found in was one of the headlines announcing this said, Barbie to produce sexy Darth Vader doll. I was like, what? (laughs) It's not sexy. It's just sexy. Yeah, I was like, what? (laughs) She does look like a model, though, like a fashion model. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the outfits on them look like professional, you know, gowns that you would see, like, you know, runway models would use or something like that. Right. Except the the R2-D2 one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, again, my my worry right now is it's like... The idea of Star Wars, you know, at one time it was cool that, you know, people were getting to Star Wars and stuff. At this point, it's almost getting a little ridiculous. Well, remember, after this movie, they're taking, what, like a three-year break? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, but... (laughs) They're not taking a break from merchandising, I'm sure. (laughs) And and this is my thing, too. If Disney needs any proof that their new movies are not doing well or not... uh, appreciated by the fans mm-hmm. just look at their merchandising all their merchandise all their new merchandising revolves around what all the original characters oh sure all the iconic original characters yeah why is there not a ray doll oh good point or a um uh, rogue one girl uh, what was her name a jane urso jane urso yeah, yeah. or or rose tico where where does that could have been your three dolls yeah yeah that's true these dolls do look good, actually. I'm looking at these up close pictures. I knew it. I'm not saying anything wrong with them. I'm just saying. I'm not saying anything wrong either, but first of all, $100. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy insane. <laughs> I tapped that out. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah. That's... Okay, very nice. Quick uh, it. They do look good, though. <laughs> I knew you were going to get one. I'm like, shut up. I'm going to get one. <laughs> Maybe the light. No, I'm not getting one. Alan, I want to tack on a, um, a quick hit to that. Uh, tack Garden it. Toys. <laughs> <laughs> so Hasbro had some SD San Diego Comic-Con convention exclusives for a lot of their properties, including Star Wars and Marvel, mm-hmm. Power Rangers, My Little Pony, that you could only get at San Diego Comic-Con, or so they told people. But they just released today that through their website, Hasbro Pulse, they will be releasing for purchase over the website their summer San Diego Comic Con exclusives, including the Boba. It's a six-inch Boba Fett modeled after the original kind of action figure. Oh, cool! And it's on the original card. I'll send you a picture. It's awesome. Uh, so I'm excited about that because I'm going to get one. Yeah. Uh, and the forthcoming Sith Stormtrooper, which is basically a red Stormtrooper. Okay. Um, which I. I'm pretty sure I'll be getting to. I'm not getting the Marvel stuff, but 
to get it, you have to be a member of the Hasbro Pulse online community, whatever the website, mm-hmm. and that's fit. It's fifty dollars a month, but you get free shipping with all your orders for the not a month. I'm sorry, fifty dollars a year, and you get free shipping for the entire year. Okay. Now, when they launched Hasbro Pulse sometime last year, they were doing a special. If you sign up by this date, you get a free year of membership and you get free shipping. So I signed up, so I didn't have to pay for the year. I'm gonna get a free shipping, which is pretty awesome. I just ordered my my 80th anniversary Thor. Oh, yeah, it's great. My Iron Man looks fantastic too. Holy Christmas! <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to let people know that Boba Fett looks awesome, and <laughs> you should don't get one because I want one, and they'll sell out if everybody goes get them. All right. All right. Anyway, sorry. Quick side, quick hit over. Quick hit. Quick hit. Alan, Yo. the new Mutants movie is almost definitely not going to get a theatrical release. <laughs> Disney is not, I'm not proud. It's not happy with the movie. They'll probably dump it. I don't even know if they'll dump it on Disney Plus. They might be like, "Hey, Netflix, let's throw you a bone." So, I, or we may never see that new Mutants. Who knows? Nobody knows. But it's, it was supposed to debut sometime this month. We even put it in our schedule to do a show on it. Thanks for leaving us a whole Disney. Yeah, so. Don't expect to see the new mutants anytime soon, or if you do, it'll be at some streaming service. This comes on the heels of reports that Disney withdrew all or fired actually the marketing team for Dark Phoenix after they acquired Fox and threw no support behind Dark Phoenix and just put it out there and let it flounder. And it wound up costing them $170 million in losses. I feel bad for them though, because it almost seems like they purposely made the movie suck. Fox? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, why why make a good product if you got you've just lost everything? I uh, yeah. I don't I don't know. But I think in the but this is the amount of this is the thing. You we can't even imagine the amount of money that Disney's dealing with. You figure what they paid for Fox, what what they're gonna you know all the different properties they're getting mm-hmm. that they're they're like okay, we're gonna fire the marketing team. We're not gonna put any money or time into this. We'll take the hundred seventy million dollar loss. Right. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. It's a crazy. <laughs> crazy insane. But that's why you and I are doing a podcast from our homes and Disney <laughs> is printing their own money. <laughs> Pretty much. That's that's insane. Well, all right. New means. Are you upset? No, because I they're going some kind of horror route. And if, if Marvel's eventually going to go into horror, I'm glad they're doing it with Doctor Strange. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, I want to see it. I'm curious to see what it'll look like, but, you know, I'm fine if it's on a uh, streaming service. I'm passing on this one. Could care less. <laughs> <laughs> no, you couldn't care less, you mean? Yeah, I couldn't. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Quick it! Grammar. Yeah. Quick it! Uh, Jonathan, The Boys. Have you seen The Boys on Amazon Prime? Loved it. Loved it. I binged it in two days. <laughs> the Boys is Amazon Prime's one of their most ty- uh, highest uh, what viewed shows right now. It is way super popular. Everyone I know that has started this show has done what you did, and they, they binged the crap out of it. And uh, it's, a, it's a cool show. It's, it's a really cool, cool show. I'm surprised that... You know, right now on TV, there is it, it is just saturated with superhero shows. You know, and right. I saw the boys. I'm like, ah, oh, this again. You know, and then you start what? Maybe the first five minutes? No, maybe ten minutes. You're like, what? Oh, you didn't know what you didn't know what it was about. I had an idea because I, I did. I had a comic book. I had the first two issues. 
So I, had, oh I knew God, it was an adult themed uh, book. You know, you gotta uh, sell those bad boys. I should sell them, you said? Yeah, you know how much they're probably worth now? Mm, uh, I don't know. A lot. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, you go, you get into the first 10, 15 minutes of that show and you're like, whoa. <laughs> this is yeah. this is not your, your your old grandpappy's comic book show, you know. This is, but it's good. It's it's a it's a really it's adult nature themed. Uh, I, I don't even want to want to call it a superhero. I mean, it's, it's people with superpowers, but they're just nasty with this stuff. Yeah, and do you know the main character? His uh, his parents are no Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid. Really. Yeah, Ryan. Hey, wow! Now I'm looking at him. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. So yeah, it's a good take on on superheroes, and it was just a uh, it's a good show, yeah. very good show. Have you watched it yet or no? Yeah, I got through the first couple. Of, I didn't binge it because I don't okay. have time to binge. But uh, yeah, I'm taking my time. Listen, I can wait for my my daughter to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, that's basically it. <laughs> You know, because I mean, again, first episode, there, there's a lot to see. That uh, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah, all right, quick hit. Alan, were you a fan of the TV show Friends? Uh, nope. On behalf of everyone, I'd just like to say my hand. Really? Okay. Really? You're the only one that I know. Anyway, it's the 20th anniversary of Friends is coming up, and. Fathom Events is doing a special screening of 12 different episodes. They will premiere September 23rd, 28th, and October 2nd. Wait, how many episodes? 12. 12 episodes, about 20 minutes apiece? That's a... Wow. Okay. Interesting. That? That's... Uh, well, three shows is an hour, and... It's 240, 240 minutes. Yeah. That's four hours. Wow, like a dirty math problem. It's a lot of friends. Yeah, that is again. What are they doing? <laughs> I mean, right now, it's only four hours in a row. I mean, it's streaming right now on net. It's been on Netflix, right? What do, do you? I mean, okay. Well, I, I assume you're a Friends fan. Is this something that, that entices you? No, oh. <laughs> no. I actually did a rewatch of Friends within um, of the whole ten uh, seasons. Okay, and, and I hadn't seen any of them since they first premiered. Okay, and I forgot how funny it was. No, all right. It's really funny. Um, but I can see because, and thanks to Netflix, you know, you got shows like The Office and Friends and Parks and Rec. They're just getting a huge, huge fan base with the younger kids. Right. Um, so this is definitely something I can see them doing. But is it big screen worthy? Is my point. Oh, you know what it is? It's over those three days. So I think it's only you only you get the, over those three days. You get different episodes. So you get. One, two, three. You get four or five episodes. Well, there's 12. So you probably get four episodes each day. 28th, 3rd, 28th, and 2nd. <laughs> no one's going to this. <laughs> people go to it. All right. We won't be, but people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, you know, it is true. I had a coworker that just absolutely adored the show. And yeah, I'm not going to mock him. I mean, I, look how I am with The Office. I'm, I'm stupid with it. So I, I get it. Would you go see The Office in the theater? No, it's dude, it's on Netflix. Yeah, you know, right now. exactly. <laughs> Why would I put pants on and drive all the way to the theater? <laughs> to, sit, to sit in the movie theater and do the same thing, <laughs> sit down yeah. and watch a TV show, is what it is. You know, yeah. if, if they did something different, let's say, you know, there are a lot of deleted scenes in The Office, a lot of like, you know, stuff that was maybe too inappropriate for TV. Okay, then I think you, you sparked my interest. 
Right. So if they did something like that, maybe it would be worth my while. Well, I mentioned earlier I went to this Blinded by the Light advanced screening, and there was this whole thing right before maybe 20 minutes worth at the beginning of the movie, before the movie started, about the director and the writer, and their, they did a premiere down at Asbury Park, mm-hmm. uh, and they had footage from it, and it was pretty interesting. And then I saw, when I saw Glory, I didn't realize this came home, but there was something after the credits. There is? I was like, oh, crap. There was like a no no no. There was like added on because it was the anniversary. Oh, like okay. uh, like what's the what's the classic TCM? Is that the classic movie channel? Yeah. They uh, they did like a, like two dudes talking about the movie after it. Like, oh, that's crap. cool. That's <laughs> yeah, really but I missed cool. it because I just left when the movie ended. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Okay. It was neat when I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark recently. For well, I think it was on Father's Day. It was cool. They they did like uh, I don't know who it was, but they were talking about the movie itself and why it was so groundbreaking for its time period and. The, the guy did a good job of, of trying to, like, bring your brain back to the early 80s of that time. Like, what was going on during that time. So oh, that's it, cool. Yeah, it was neat that they kind of did that. And then, I think I told you this before, when the movie started, it wasn't like like the digital release that you would see. Like, like if you downloaded on iTunes, you'd get the crystal clear cut version. This right. was like the original 70 millimeter grainy look. Yeah. You know, it was... I was like, that's pretty cool. And it's cute because it doesn't fit the widescreen at all, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but anyway. That's what I had with Glory, remember? And the sound wasn't that great. And yeah. So I haven't seen a lot of, like, I saw Back to the Future 1 and 2 again in the theaters. Oh, okay. A few years ago. And Glory. And I'm, I'm on the Fathom event website. And Shawshank's coming back to the theater. I might Ooh, go see that. Yeah. September 22nd, 24th, and 25th. So I might go see that. Um, Alien is coming back. I'm not going to go see that. And I, I could have sworn Goodfellas is coming at some point. Okay. The Godfather Part 2. Oh, wow, the Godfather dude. Wow. Godfather Part 2 is coming out in December, November. And Harry Met Sally. That was one of your movies, right? No. I thought you loved it there, Harry Met Sally. Come on, man. Uh, did I tell you that I, there was this podcast he was, used to listen to, and, and they were like a movie review podcast. And they went to Shawshank Redemption. And yeah, so they hated it. They ripped right? it. I was like, what the? I went right. I, I opened up my phone. I'm like, delete. <laughs> How much did you listen? How much I listened into? Oh, probably a good half hour into it. Well, objectively, what, are, what they didn't like about it was it. Oh. Like stuff you're like, all right, I can understand that. Nah. Mm-hmm. If what I recall, it was something about. I can't even tell you. I was just so pissed off. <laughs> So funny. I haven't gone back anyway, to him since. Screw him. Yeah, I might have to go see Shawshank in September. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a worthy movie to watch again in the, in the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very <laughs> good. Uh, Jonathan, you mentioned scary movies. <laughs> Doctor Strange Two in the Multiverse of Madness will be Marvel's that's, first horror movie. See how that's an that? awesome title. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? It's pretty sick. And I'm really excited about this, Jonathan. I know you're not too crazy about uh, horror movies, but um, Doctor Strange, the first movie, I was okay with it. You know, it yeah. seemed like they made the movie because they needed Doctor Strange for, for Infinity War and Endgame and stuff. But mm-hmm. take, Same as they kept the Marvel and Ant-Man. They yeah. just need to introduce the characters. Exactly. And, and so seeing them do this movie, uh, you know, turning things a little bit different than a typical Marvel movie, which is great. You know, I, I was getting kind of bored of the same kind of formula of it. And so Doctor Strange doing a, a horror film is, I think it's brilliant. I think they're going to do a great mm-hmm. job with this. I'm very excited about this. 
Yeah. You know, I was thinking about uh, the Marvel movies today because, you know, as we just read the top ten of the year, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, Endgame, and Spider-Man Far From Home have all made over a billion dollars. And that's got to be all due to the Endgame connection. And on last week's Twig, I was saying, because we, you know, me and Cousin Kevin were talking about what movies are coming up. And I'm like, we don't really know what's coming up. And mm-hmm. I was like, good, I kind of need that break. It, it's going to be nice to go back to Marvel movies that aren't built, you know, at least overtly building up to something. Yes. You know, yes. Like, like things might happen in Doctor Strange that'll, that'll pay off in other movies, like the introduction of the multiverse. So they'll use that again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think they're building up to a fight with a big baddie now. You know, and I don't think. I'm hoping the Eternals is just there to introduce characters that are going to play important roles in their next big thing. It's gonna. I hope, it's gonna. Yeah, I know. This is why I like Doctor Strange. I feel, and that's why Black Widow is going to be good too because it's the past. It's, yes, you know, she, yes. I'm excited for that. Any, any, yeah. any of our heroes as from you know our end game phase and, and prior to, I'm down except Captain Marvel, and then everything else after, I, I can care less. Right. So we're looking at Doctor Strange two. Ant-Man and Wasp 3, hopefully. Spider-Man 3, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel 2, we said no. Guardians 3. Black Panther, did I say that already? Black Panther 2. Yeah. So these are all the ones that are that we still have to get some. Maybe a Hulk. I don't think Blue Hulk anymore, but maybe we'll get maybe a Black Widow. Oh, my God. If, if you can get a trilogy out of her, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Keep it separate from whatever's going on. You know? Yeah. Keep I, Black Widow separate. I totally agree with you. Just give me, just give me Black Widow, Winter Soldier type movies. Yeah, oh, you know, Captain so America, good. Winter Soldier. That's been not your movies. So yeah. Okay. All right. Wait. 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 Weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alan. Um, this was shocking to me when I read this. The, we we announced a couple of months ago that Hulu is getting a bunch of Marvel cartoons, but they're also getting a live action Ghost Rider slash Damien Hellstorm Hellstorm. A TV show which they're calling Adventure into Fear. That's not the name of the show, but it's like they're the banner of the of what it's falling under, Adventures into Fear. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Loeb, who was running Marvel Television, basically Agents of Shield, Agent Carter, and, and Humans when it was around, and I guess uh, Runaways and, and Cloak and Dagger also has said that Marvel Television will have shows on Disney Plus, and he made the distinction. That all the stuff Kevin Feige announced, like WandaVision, Bucky, and what's his name, Falcon, all those shows are under Marvel Studios and not Marvel Television. And they are two separate entities, and Marvel Television will have its own shows on Disney+. Plus. I didn't name which ones yet. As we mentioned, the Ghost Rider and the cartoons are all Hulu. Mm-hmm. But he says he does want to expand that Adventures into Fear line. And I was just thinking, well, then you're talking like, you remember when they did their... Um, what was it called when they did their horror line? Midnight Suns. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you're talking Blade's going to be a movie. Or did they say Blade was going to be a movie or they just said Blade? So it could be a Disney Plus show, right? I, I don't know. It could be anything. You're right. It, it just yeah. said Blade. It didn't say anything as to what it was going to be. Okay. So maybe they're going to do a Midnight Suns reboot of, of like, uh, I don't even remember who were the Midnight Suns. But all the magic users in, in Marvel, pretty much. Yeah. Except for Doctor Strange. So I don't know how to feel about this because the Marvel TV show, Agent Carter was good, but, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. was S.H.I.E.L.D. and, and the humans didn't go past the first season. Yeah. And I, I tried to watch Runaways and Cook and Dagger and was bored by them. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about Marvel Television and Marvel Studios both having space on Disney Plus and existing as separate entities? 
what do I think about it? Well, let's yeah. let's put it this way: Disney is doing a good job of building the hype. They're getting a lot of variety shows out there. Disney Plus is going to be it's 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 an instant hit, I think. You know, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot of quality shows on there, and Disney's just spreading their seeds on 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 like everything media. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you this: uh, You know, if you listen to last week's show because of Kevin, we know that Disney is bundling it with ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu for twelve ninety nine. Are you in? No. Well, I, I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I I don't know. I don't know. You think you know. just go for the Disney Plus for whatever eight ninety nine, seven ninety nine? I mean. Doesn't it doesn't it matter what like I, I have ATT Uverse, I have ESPN and all that stuff. Well it's ESPN plus and it's Hulu and it's Disney Plus. No, I'm good. So you're just gonna get the eight dollars Disney Plus? Yes. Yes. Mm. yes. I might do it because I don't because Hulu's pretty good to have too, I think. Dude, I all I do is watch <laughs> I watch basketball. <laughs> I watch Amazon Prime and Netflix and I'm good. Right. I'm so spoiled about not watching commercials anymore. It's just awesome. It's pretty cool. It is. I mean, yeah. Yes, one of my friends was trying to tell me about this funny commercial I saw. I'm like, I haven't seen it. What? You haven't seen it? I'm like, I haven't seen it. What? <laughs> I haven't seen a commercial. Was Super- I, said, I said, was it on the Super Bowl? I'm like, no. I was like, well, I haven't seen it. Like, well, it's hilarious. I haven't seen it. Stop talking to me about it. I haven't seen it. You yelling at me is not going to make me remember seeing it. Yeah, seen. and you know what? If it's a really fun commercial, I'll Google it on YouTube or something. You know, I'll see it. I'll catch it. I ain't going to sit through it. Well, you know, he described it to me. It didn't sound so fun. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you mentioned the Super Bowl. That's all I did. You know, I mean, yeah. I didn't catch the game. So let's check out YouTube and see what the commercials are about. Yeah, and, and nowadays they're releasing the commercials before the Super Bowl. It's mm, crazy. Like the whole week before Super Bowl. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Quick it. Boy. Okay, more Disney news, Jonathan. As Disney cancels Fox movies and they're ready the, the, the new Marvel TV shows, here's a list of what's what they canceled, right? You got... Take out with TD's Flash Gordon reboot. I was bummed about that. Right? They they were going to make the Magic the Gathering movie. Oh, what? Yeah. They canceled the Flash Gordon reboot. Done. Done. Gone. Something else. <laughs> uh, the new adaptation of Alan Moore's The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie, which is eh. the return of Killer Clowns from Outer Space in 3D. Dude, I was devastated. I'm very okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of video game adaptions, including Hitman 2. Assassin's Creed 2, Mega Man, what? and The Sims. The Sims? <laughs> I didn't know they well, the, first, the first? Hitman and... What was the other one? Hitman uh, 2 and Assassin's Creed 2. Those movies didn't make any money. No. But Crazy. Well, I'm sure it made some money. Maybe... You know what? I keep forgetting the forward box office. I bet Assassin's Creed did well overseas. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, it's Jake Gyllenhaal, man. He's making bucks. No, that wasn't Jake Gyllenhaal. That was Timothy. Uh, that was uh, Michael Fassbender. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jake oh, Gyllenhaal uh, was Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia, right? There you go. Okay, that, yeah. So it didn't make money. <laughs> yeah, the foreign market is where they see a lot of this money. But dude, The Sims. When I saw that last one, I was like The Sims. How are they gonna come yeah. to The Sims? Everyone's gonna be talking like cartoon, maybe. What they don't even talk. What oh, is the movie yeah, gonna be right. about? They're gonna go to the bathroom. They're gonna go to sleep. They gotta cook. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, Assassin's Creed made a total of two hundred forty point nine million. It made one hundred and eighty six overseas. Wow. 54.6 here. Boom. That's why I'm too hitman did. Yeah, the Sims is crazy. I mean, you're right. They don't talk. They don't. They they they, they, they talk like the teacher from the, the P. 
peanuts from Snoopy. That's what they did. That's brilliant. Just a slide trombone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't feel like, I mean, except for uh, the one I can't remember, it was so important. Doesn't feel like we're missing out on anything, really. Right. Oh, take it with Tiki's Flash Gordon reboot. Yeah, I was bummed. Yeah, that kind of hurts a little. Yeah. I saw Sam Jones at the Comic Con I went to recently. As in, wait, did I see him? I think I saw him at a, Dude's one of the. Huge. He, he looks like he's like 6'6 and he still works out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I tell you I saw a Patsy from, from Happy Days? Yeah, he's gray haired now, right? Well, he colored it, obviously, but he looks colored fantastic. He, he looks good. He <laughs> does. I looked at him like, oh my God, that's freaking Potsy. I mean, it looked like Potsy with eyeglasses. He's like, a, he's like a director now. Oh, is he really? Poor guy. No, no one's lying. I can't remember. I, I've been to so many of these things in Pittsburgh. I can't remember who I've seen and who I haven't seen. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he looks great. Yeah, he looks for really him. Good. Yeah. God bless. And finally, Alan, uh, MoviePass is still around somehow. <laughs> but a recent report has come out that says that right before Infinity War came out, they were changing people's passwords so they couldn't log on to their app and what? purchase tickets through MoviePass to get Infinity War tickets. What? Is that amazing? How is that yeah. not a lawsuit? I don't, I don't know. How is anything they did not a lawsuit? <laughs> right. So I got to read the fine print when you sign stuff. <laughs> Holy crap. Like I had this uh, this person at work telling me like because I was talking about, you know, like sending pictures to Walgreens and having them printed mm-hmm. from the phone because it's really easy now. Like I was so happy. But anyway, so I was telling her about this. She goes, oh, this is this free site. You send them and they send you free photos. I'm like, what? what? I'm like, you better check the fine print because I'm pretty sure they're using your photos to like sell crap and and you know, like they're just owning your pictures. If yeah, they're sending you free prints. <laughs> I'm like, anyway. So, uh, yeah, MoviePass apparently was doing that, and that's I don't doubt it. I mean, you and I were both on the train when they were doing shady crap to us. You know, I don't remember having difficulty getting Infinity War tickets, but that might be because I was going to go anyway. I probably bought tickets, right? So I don't remember, but I remember it was getting increasingly harder and harder to buy movie tickets it was and not only that like new releases weren't was it wasn't even an option it was yeah. terrible i mean it was tough. that movie pass pissed me off whatever well it was for good reason all right um <laughs> yes but i'll tell you what movie pass did do i'm not sure if they were the first but they were the first with any real notoriety notoriety is that the right word sure and they um you know, Cinema did go away, but AMC A-List is doing well. Uh, I'm currently a member. And Regal, after, this is so funny, after months of saying, oh my God, I want Regal to get one, I want Regal to get one, they finally came out with Regal Unlimited. Yeah. It's three-tiered. And the thing about this is it depends where you live. You have to like look up a list of your the theaters you would go to to figure out what tier you would sign up for if you, if you only wanted to go to one. So the cheapest one is 18 a month. Plus tax. Watch unlimited movies at more than 200 theaters. So it depends. I am near one of those theaters. So if I were going to get the plan, be 18 a month. Uh, there's $21 a month. Expand your options to include more than 400. Uh, so you can go to. There's a list of theaters you can go to at 21. And then at 23.50 a month, 
You get access to all regal theaters across the USA for one fixed price. Hmm. A surcharge of $1.53 per tickets might apply if you go to a theater that's not in your program. And there's a surcharge for ScreenX, 4DX, IMAX, RPX, and 3D and VIP. That, Alan, is the reason I did not sign up for Regal. Because with my A+, even though it's only three movies a week, I get to go to a 3D, an IMAX, a Dolby Stereo, and I love it. Nice. Love it. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm sticking with my A+. Okay. Not an A+, A-list. So yeah, Regal and Liverpool. Fabulous. All right. <laughs> and thus ends Quick Hits, and thus ends another episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan, signing off. <laughs> Sorry. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and this is Jonathan saying, you say classy wherever you are. <laughs> Quick Hits! <laughs>